Well, you obviously won't listen to reason, so I guess I'll listen to your idioticness and just come along with you. I do not know this one. It is done by... This is from a series that just barely, after being canceled four times, just got... Oh, Futurama. (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. Well, you obviously won't listen to reason, so I guess I'll just listen to the idioticness and just come with you. Uh, is that Bender who said it? It's Leela. Oh, Leela. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, as well. I can see that. I was like, it's not Fry who said that. No, because <laughs> he's probably Fry. the one that did the idiotic uh-huh. stuff. Oh, I think I remember that now. Because that is—is is that when he wants to binge watch? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I I got that from yeah. Because oh, can I tell you episode? I've only watched episode one of the new Futurama, but there is multiple things that I loved about it. And one thing, and I don't know if you did it. I mean, it's totally up my alley. But when they started talking about Fulu and all of the shows that were available on it, I paused and read every single time. Oh, (laughs) most of those titles are hysterically funny. In fact, that uh, my initial goal was to just list off at least a fourth of them. And just randomly just start reading them as the open. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. I strongly recommend if if you have or have not seen Futurama, when it comes to the screen of all the shows on Fulu, pause and just read it because <laughs> it's funny. And then there will be moments where as, as you're talking to your son about reading them off, you'll have to possibly explain some of the weirdness <laughs> behind the, all of it because, because there are layers. Oh, wow. Within, I'm to go back and check that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great show. I'm glad it's back. I was kind of a little disappointed because I feel like in the first one, they poked fun at people who only drop one episode at a time. Did they not? Yeah. And yet they're dropping one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. And for shame. Well, and then they mock the binge model and then they yeah. mock Disney. So, I mean, you know... Yeah. They're mocking everybody. Exactly. Well, welcome to the Edel Useless Podcast. I am Brett, the dead reckoning of this podcast. To my left, the ghost protocol of this podcast. It's Jeremy. And to my right, the fallout of the podcast is Timmy. I don't know fallout. I know ghost protocol is my favorite, I think. That's yeah. number. That's the one where they go to Dubai. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the best. What is Fallout? Which one is that one? I can't remember. (laughs) Fallout's the uh, um, Henry Cavill. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. You're the Henry Cavill of the podcast. Henry Cavill. You're the Jeremy Renner of the podcast. I was more excited to find out which Futurama character I was. (laughs) I'm saddened now. We've done it previously. Yeah, we've done it previously, so I couldn't do that. Nobody hears a bender. No. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I did it. (laughs) I don't know if I did (laughs) that through you guys randomly as (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I think I was like Zoidberg or whoop, 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 whoop. I don't remember. I love Zoidberg, but uh, I will tell you, just uh, having watched Dead Reckoning, I am so ap- amped for rewatching all of the Mission Impossible series. Ugh. I did not like number two. I remember that much. So and uh, number three, I think too. Number one, I was just like, oh, you made the get good guy from the TV series the villain. Okay. Number two, I remember not liking. Number three, I was just like, that was like the glory days of Philip Seymour Hoffman being in everything. So I actually feel as though I owe the series a shake 
its fair shake and just start rewatching them. I, I feel like it got its it found its footing in, in four and on. It did. I agree. I would agree. Four and on, it really got much better. And I really want to see Dead Reckoning. I'm just waiting for I, it. I will tell you. It is near nonstop action. That's... I've never, I, it's one of those things where, you know, you go to a movie and you're just like, you know, this part, you know, what was it when we were talking about the best movies or whatever, and there's yeah. that, that lull point uh-huh. and that was kind of the, you know, there is a lull point, but it doesn't last for long. And even within that lull point, it's set up for the next action huh. scene. So that's unusual for Mission Impossible because mm-hmm. there's so many lulls and exposition telling. Yep. And so that's rare. So would um, what was I gonna say? Oof, that just left my head. Um, wow. All right, I'll bring it back up later as my brain brings it back to me. All right. Well, I guess with that. All right, merit badges. What do we got? All right. Do you want to go first, Brett? All right. So my merit badge is. Uh, it's one of those that uh, is frustrating when it occurs it happens at random moments in period of time and that is sitting next to the worst person in the world merit badge is it me <laughs> i was sitting right next to you <laughs> <laughs> um no it's not you but oh. they're in this room just kidding um <laughs> jude <laughs> <laughs> but uh no so uh after in the first week of july we were on a cruise and after that, we hopped on a plane, and as we entered this plane, there was this horrific sound of something, and the best way to describe it was, it was something. Like, I had no idea what this sound was, what was going on, but the closer I was, the further I was getting to the back of the plane, the louder this sound was. And lo and behold, as I look at my ticket, the sound is coming from right across the aisle from where I am going to be sitting. This lady bought a dog three weeks before her trip, and she decided to bring it with her on this plane. And this horrific sound was this dog panicking, freaking out, and whining all at the same time. And it happened for the the flight was about three and a half hours. It happened for the first three hours or for the first hour. Then it stopped. Then the captain, the, the captain went on and, you know, gave us an update and then it started again and then it stopped. And then it started as we started descending into San Francisco. Oh, wow. So, yes, I had the experience of sitting next to the worst person in the entire world merit badge. <laughs> I'm just curious, because obviously you have the information <laughs> that the, she got this three weeks before. Uh-huh. How did you find that out? Uh, Mom was asking her. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, I, I actually knew that was going to be the answer without even knowing. So She was, you know, m- my mom was just like sitting there. was like, what, what's in that box over there? Because she, you know. It's the, a gremlin. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the, the funny thing was is. You know, there was on our side, there was three seats on her her side. There is two seats. Well, I she for some reason was slouching down and just petting this thing through this padded box on the ground. Nobody sat by her. I, I 
luckily they did not sell out the entire flight. And that person, she, cause I also asked like, did you just like buy that seat? And cause she was also a big lady too. Yeah. Um, uh, did you just buy that seat so that nobody had to sit by you? She goes, no, it's just lucky. I guess I was like, Oh my gosh, I would hate you so yes. much yes if i was sitting next to you i mean mm-hmm. i you know i i was but you know i had the aisle barrier mm-hmm. yep wow did you put on your headphones could you uh yeah well so so this is what i did so i have the wise earbuds mm-hmm. i i also on the the trip i brought the wise head noise canceling headphones i put the wise earbuds in my ear and then put the headphones over top of them <laughs> i will tell you it worked but the headphones pushed in the earbuds to the point where like my ears were hurting oh yeah so i could see that all right well i got my mer- my merit badge and it's similar to yours uh it is um it takes place on an airplane but it is called Making my own perfume. <laughs> so there's a horror movie about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jude has no idea who's my son who's sitting here next to us as we're recording this, but he was on the plane with me. So on one of the flights on the way here, this lady smelled so bad. And I mean like really bad. Like like do you wash ever kind of bad oh and i've only smelled that level of grossness a couple times in my life and usually it's <laughs> saved for somebody who lives in a trailer or somebody who doesn't you know <laughs> trailer mm-hmm. smell yeah trailer smell um <laughs> or somebody who i guess rolls around the garbage all day anyway i happened to be gassy that time and i was preferring the smell of my gas so i just kept letting them out because i wanted to smell something different than her grossness so i was making my own perfume to smell something nicer than what she was giving out unfortunately now just out of curiosity did you like before boarding the the flight you had like this gigantic bean burrito and you just decided like to inhale it upon <laughs> lock and loaded <laughs> what is it i need a solution for number two torpedo number two <laughs> no i did not uh ate well before that but no it was a happy coincidence that i needed to toot so many times and i just leaned into it i just you know Stretch it out enough that like it was quiet, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, so much better. <laughs> Prefer the smell of your own. <laughs> That's how bad it was. How close was this lady? She was right next to me, and oh. she was. Did a, she smell a bigger? Did woman. she smell your? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I don't know how she could over her. So, but I mean, if she smelled that bad, she probably would have been like, "Hmm, <laughs> hmm, what are you wearing?" Am sir? I home? <laughs> Was that me? (laughs) Is my husband on this flight? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, she was a big lady. So obviously it was even a little bit more difficult to kind of get away from her. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was gross. And I was proud of it, to be honest, (laughs) because I was dying on that. Like, I think it was like a three and a half hour flight. So, wow. Okay. Well, my merit badge, this happened a couple weeks ago. Um, there, there was, I've been dealing with a lot of, um, 
people at work and um, something happened one week where just like something flickered on in my brain. Um, and so I'm calling this the voice recognition merit badge. And the reason I call it that is because like whenever I would hear people speak, it like it would trigger somebody that is familiar, like a celebrity. So like I would hear somebody, somebody sounded like Nick Cage one day. <laughs> somebody sounded like Andy Samberg one day. <laughs> Which is funny because Andy Samberg does Nicholas Cage yeah. voices. <laughs> somebody, somebody sounded like Flanders from The Simpsons. Oh, that's a, that's <laughs> one that I don't think I've ever heard out in the wild. <laughs> Oakley doakley. <laughs> um, so it, it was just a crazy week of it just, I, I filtered through, you know, 1500 people at work. And, and so it's, it was just one thing after another. And all of a sudden it just clicked in my brain of who it sounded like. <laughs> To entertain myself during Zoom calls at work, mm-hmm. I I look at the person's picture or look at the person if they have a video on, and I go, "You look like this person, <laughs> this celebrity." The facial recognition. Yes, <laughs> I try to do that, and when I'm bored, I'm like, <laughs> "So I get it, I get yeah. it." <laughs> that week it was just all voices. I just kept hearing left and right. I'm glad you do that because what I do, especially because when it they insist that your camera's on. I will stare at my like reflection and just kind of like <laughs> yes, I do that too. <laughs> I I just yeah, I started going like making little movements and entertaining, but yeah, I do that too. That's okay. fantastic. Spin the wheel. All right, we got spin the wheel where we have ten categories of questions. We're gonna spin the wheel, decide which question we're gonna ask one another, and here we go. Brett got kiss, Mary, kill. All right. Kiss Mary Kill. Would you I have for you three cartoon characters. Ooh. Shaggy, Shrek, Wreck It Ralph. I thought it was gonna be another shh. No, I, I actually was trying to do that, but uh no. Okay. Who this is where do I start? Because usually there's one person that's so bad that you're just like, okay, off him. Or there's so one person that's so good, okay, let's just marry him. This one, I don't think I'd want to marry Shrek. I'd kill Shrek. (laughs) 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 Okay, I said I'd marry him. You're just going straight out to kill him. Okay. Um, Shaggy, uh, I think I'm marrying Wreck It Ralph. I love Wreck It Ralph. I love the show. And every day he goes to work, I'm going to wreck him. Like, yeah, Ralph, you you do you. <laughs> Just clean it up when you're done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to wreck it. <laughs> no, please, no. No. Just clean, I, I, just clean it up. <laughs> I have to clean that up. No. Uh, he comes home for work. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> Not a bad guy, hon. You just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, but yes, I can't marry Shaggy. It's oinks. Like, I'll marry Shaggy. Um, and I'll that was good. Kiss, uh, Wreck It Ralph. So, oh, you're marrying Shaggy? Yeah, I'll marry Shaggy. Okay, I'm marrying Wreck It Ralph, kissing Shaggy. We'll just be sitting on the dock Sha- eating sandwiches. Trek. You know what? I, I agree with that. <laughs> you're gonna what? We're gonna sit on the dock eating sandwiches. <laughs> Shouldn't you be in the mystery machine? Uh, we pick and choose when we want to serve. <laughs> now, is it like, is, is, uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Scooby? The dog. Scooby. Is Scooby involved? No. No. Okay. Man, he's going through withdrawals then. Shaggy. 
As long as he's got his uh, food, he's fine. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, what would you do, Brett? I'm curious. I'm 100% behind Tim. Like, yeah, marrying Shaggy, kiss, <laughs> kissing Wreck-It Ralph, and the odd man out is Shrek. I don't think I'd want to kiss Shrek. No. Shrek smells. But if we kill Shrek, do we get a reward for that? Because Lord Farquaad Ooh, always is saying. That's true. That's just a bonus. That's, that's just a, a bonus. It's just go. like, yeah, I don't want to kiss that thing, so upside money <laughs> we have a <laughs> wedding present <laughs> all right my turn and i got what if okay so this is an interesting one it's a scenario you could earn a hundred dollars an hour to drink a cup of straight vinegar would you quit your job yes hundred dollars an hour to drink straight so like, vinegar like a cup so like if you like a cup of vinegar for every hour, like is for like like for the hour right now, if you drink a cup, you earn one hundred dollars. And then the next hour, you know, you drink another cup of vinegar, you get a hundred dollars. Can I pick the vinegar? It's no, it's just the regular vinegar. You can pick like the vinegar, but it ha- can't be apple cider vinegar. It has to be like vinegar. Can I add anything to the vinegar? No. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that because if I could have like my, my choice of vinegar substances, because I mean, hello, ketchup. <laughs> can I can I eat stuff with the vinegar? Like, yeah, like, absolutely. Like it's a meal. Yeah. If you wanted to, you could have fish and chips and all that stuff. Yeah, so. and just can I dip stuff in it and eat it? No, like, you have to drink. Has it. to drink. No, so no kind of interaction with it other than just. Yeah, straight, so you, I mean, straight. you could like drink half of it, take a bite of some, you know, fish. And then drink some more. I think I can do that. Yeah. Would you quit your job? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I think I think I would do it. I think I'd quit my job. I, I can find ways around around it, around affecting the flavor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I mean, it would be easier than working. <laughs> I get creative. <laughs> Drinking a, a cu- just a cup of it, you know, like a measuring cup. cup. Yeah. One whole cup, though, is eight ounces. So Yeah. I yeah. could no, could yeah. not do that. I could do that. Yeah. You could do that. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, I could do it. So all right, Criddle, you're up. And you got how much? We're going with the, we're sticking with we're going with some eating here. Uh how <laughs> much would it take to eat in its entirety a deep fried stick of butter? <laughs> Told you I could eat that whole stick of butter. <laughs> Best um, line from Louie. <laughs> uh that show. I don't know why I didn't watch more of it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, a deep fried stick of butter, a whole deep fried, how much money? Yeah, how much? Uh, $20,000 because I would, I would, I need some money to get over the self hatred that I would have for myself. <laughs> I'd do it for, I'd do it for a thousand. I mean, it's just eating butter and yes, it's gross, but I want a thousand dollars. I mean, preferably I'd like more, but I mean, that's my bottom dollar. <laughs> okay. What I, about you? Oh, I'd do it for like 150 bucks. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever had deep fried butter? No. I was just curious. No. But I, I mean, I feel like it's something simple. So how would you do it? Would you... So obviously it has to be battered. Yeah, battered. So <laughs> what uh, What batter would you go with? Just flour? Would you... Uh, maybe a beer batter. Oh, beer batter. There we go. <laughs> Throwing in something. I mean... I, I can see myself doing this and just <laughs> dipping it into ketchup also. <laughs> can I dip it? Yeah. Ooh, what could we dip it in? 
what would, what would be good in that? Because I'm thinking, first of all, a caramel sauce. That's what I was thinking, like caramel or chocolate. But I'm like, would multiple that work? dips, multiple dips. We got caramel here. Uh, we got ketchup here. Would you like sprinkles on that? Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> maraschino cherry. Dip it in butter. <laughs> or do do the. Whole, <laughs> I just caught that. <laughs> or you could do the Homer Simpson of like the waffle. Was that that waffle he makes with a whole stick? He wraps it around the whole stick of butter. Uh, <laughs> yeah wrap it in bacon <laughs> i have to ask did cartoon food look so good to you guys yes remember that hot chocolate from the simpsons that looked pretty good which one is that one that flanders makes and oh Bart. yeah mm-hmm. that's pretty good yeah there's so much food in cartoons that i'm like i want that like even teenage mutant ninja turtles the pizza looked amazing it did so, like i wanted it and yet if i had a pizza that would like <laughs> Just kind of like ooze be soggy, cheese. kind of, mm-hmm. and ooze cheese. I don't know if I'd want it. No, I but agree. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Back to the wheel. Brett, you're up next, and you got what would you have done? All right. So you're eating at a diner all alone. Yeah, man, wait, we're eating today. Waiting for your food. Guy next to you gets up, pulls out a lottery ticket, and just mumbles, here's your tip. And just walks away. A short time later, as this food has not been picked up or whatever, you hear on the radio the winning lottery numbers. And all of the numbers are on underneath this guy's copy, coffee cup that he left for a tip. What would you have done? Uh, okay. So I can see it. I look over and I'm like checking. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't like you for this ethical quandary here. I'd leave another tip and take that one. <laughs> Do I know if the waiter has looked at the... You know that they have not looked at it. Okay. Yeah, I just re- replace it with oh, another man. tip. How much guilt would I have the rest of my life? How much money is it for? Uh, let's just say uh, $500 million. Yeah, I'd leave another tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I would have so much guilt, but I'd want to do it. <laughs> be I'll like, be generous. I'll leave a hundred dollar tip. <laughs> Who has a hundred dollar bill on him though? No, oh, I mean you uh, take and- you take the ticket and then you say, "Hey, I want to leave that waiter hundred dollars." <laughs> there you go. And you you could buy something. You That's could buy true. a cup of of Coke and be like, oh, "Okay, I, I want to leave a hundred dollar tip on this Coke," and they'll feel so good. I think it would be. T- I think my answer would depend on the friendliness of that waiter. <laughs> if he's a jerk, I'd be like, yep, yoink. <laughs> but if he's a nice guy, I'd be like, I Mine's regardless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Brad? What would you do? I am l- sadly leaning towards the the the, the, the the criddle <laughs> side of everything, and then what I think I would do is I would like get the the name of the waiter, and then here here's what I would do. After claiming my lottery tickets, mm-hmm. I would go back to the same thing, and I'd be one of those like you know remember I think a couple of years ago like Tom Cruise or somebody like left like a thousand dollar tip or whatever. That I, I would come back and do that, and everybody would be like, oh my gosh, this guy is so nice. He he left a $1,000 yep. tip for me. <laughs> and I'll leave him a cake, too. <laughs> a full cake. I would sadly, if he's a nice guy, 
I would watch what he does with it and I wouldn't say anything. And if he just threw it away, <laughs> I would go jump in the garbage. Huh. You're not unfamiliar with dumpster diving. <laughs> I, uh, I am very familiar it with comes out. Hey, look, I got a lottery ticket and some pink cookies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're delicious. Yeah, they are. All right. My turn. And I got Could You Fight It? So I decided to take a spin on Could You Fight It? Could you fight a cute little puppy that you must fight to get $100,000? Yes. I kicked that puppy so hard. <laughs> you would. <laughs> oh, once again, I'm the nice one here, apparently, because I'm like, I don't think I could. I have no emotional attachments to pets. You, you, you said kick it. You didn't say... I said, it. I said fight it. Yeah, you didn't say to the death. Yeah. I was going to put death. I was, I was I, holding I, back. Because if I kick it, you know... Except, especially if it was a chihuahua. If it was... Oh, man. Okay. It's not a chihuahua, because if it was, I would punt that thing for the next day. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you kick a dog or whatever. Oh, now I sound like a horrible person. (laughs) Dude, you just be the Jack Black kicking it off the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is happening. But yeah, you you know you, you give it. I don't even think you'd have to do it. Give it half a kick, and the the dog would just and just like run away. Okay, well I guess because I didn't set the parameters, that's fair. Because if you get the dog to run away, yeah, then you want to one kick and it goes. <laughs> I just kick its butt. I'd feel better about that. Literally, I would kick its However, butt its face or something. I think I would actually like do a three sixty first to see if there was like any video cameras around because <laughs> while you're doing 360 your foot's out exactly swing because if you know if you're caught on camera you know suddenly yeah. you're like on like 60 minutes or something like that this guy kills i mean kicks dogs yep <laughs> <laughs> for a hundred thousand dollars all of a sudden you're getting all these phone calls please kick my neighbor's dog <laughs> <laughs> what is your neighbor's dog look? Oh, it's a uh, oh, it's a Rottweiler. No, not kicking that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, we're gonna up the price. Rottweilers are at least two million. Kick a Rottweiler and then run. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh my word! I think you'd get if it I, didn't bite your foot, it would pounce on you. If it was a Rottweiler, I'd feel more inclined because, especially if I like entered its located its domain and mm-hmm. it came at me i'd be feel 100 like okay you're getting kicked <laughs> and also to have like uh, i researched that dog training stuff that the police have to wear uh-huh. <laughs> and i'd have stuff on my hands and my legs just so that when it does bite it's it, not so bad you mm-hmm. can uh be brad pitt like in world war z and just tape some magazines to your oh arms there you and go legs. exactly yep there you go Get some chain mail around my hand so when it hey, bites, doesn't the first positive thing that's ever come out of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. And where are we? We are with Criddle with random question. All right, do you guys trust AI? Of course, I do. <laughs> <laughs> if <Yeah>. you're listening, <laughs> I, I, I love AI, I support it. <laughs> um yeah I, I i do i think even though it's ai it's within 
bounds that I, it I mean, really it's, can't it, do it's much. It's not Skynet yet. I mean, when, when it gets yet. to Skynet <laughs> level, then definitely not trusting it. But like, what was it? I So I read this crappy Doctor Who comic and I went to chat GPT and with the same premise, I typed in to, you know, chat GPT to come up with a storyline with this, this similar premise. And it kicked out such a good, actual, decent story, which is why all Hollywood writers should be panicked because you can be replaced by people, by a thing that has a little bit more talent and in, in, in imagination than you just doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. I mean, the way it's going. Yeah. I mean, there's Black Mirror about that. I don't know if you've seen the new season. I just only watched the first episode. I watched half of the first season. I, I, I With Black Mirror, I read the summary. I'm like, eh, not into it. Did you watch the one about uh, like Netflix, essentially? No. Okay. Yeah, essentially, it, what the story is, is um, Netflix gives um, in their user agreement... You're agreeing to like your phone has the ability to listen to you and at times turn on the camera and record you. And they use that information with AI to create like like deep fakes, like um, like film it all with AI Mm -hmm. and uh, cast whoever they want, obviously, because they have images and likeness of people. And they reenact your whole life, but they put spins on it to make. So in this case, they make the. Oh, is this bad Amy or whatever? Yeah, they make Amy or whatever uh, seem like a horrible person. They just put a little spin on her life to make it seem like instead of a, a normal person, she's a mean person. And they're like, why do you make her mean? It's like, ah, oh, people like watching meaner people. They don't like watching normal people. Oh, yeah. Joan is awful. Yeah, that one. Hmm. And it's funny because. So. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Schitt's Creek, but Alexa in that is the main girl. And then her uh, Netflix version of her that is, you know, deep faked onto her is played by Samuel Hayek. And then because Samuel Hayek is, you know, playing her in the sh- in the show, um, but yet is reenacting the life, then all she's seeing her, the reaction of her on Netflix as well in the show. And that's played by another, uh, I forgot, famous actress too. And I was like, that's hilarious that they went that deep. But it's, a, it's an interesting premise because I could see not not Netflix going that way, but I could see oh, yeah. how the movie world can just be like, once they get a 3D rendering of Tom Cruise... They can have him do whatever he wants. Exactly. So, which I've heard, I haven't seen it. I'm kind of curious if Tim has, but uh, Indiana Jones 5, I've heard the best part about Indiana Jones 5 is the younger Harrison Indiana Ford. Jones. And then when it gets to old Harrison Ford or old Indy, the story takes a massive turn for the less than fun. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard meh about it all right fake news fake news all right i have uh three rounds which each round we're going to do three headlines and you are going to decide which one is the true headline amongst the two false ones okay here we go number one lego statue of dolly parton sells for over 2.5 million at auction 
That sounds plausible. <laughs> Number two, chief Uno player wanted as toy tech, sorry, as toy company Mattel. Wow. Sorry. Okay, uh, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened here because it doesn't sound like English at all. That's a skip for having AI write your fake news headlines for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, here. I will find it one second. What I don't know what happened to it. Anyway, it was essentially chief chief Uno player wanted as toy company Mattel offers five figure uh, salary for one month's worth of work. Oh wow! And then the third one, it is Mattel has been receiving nonstop requests to make a Ryan Gosling Ken doll from Adult Women. Okay, I'm going to go with the last one because <laughs> that is so plausible. And I might not be 100% into the Barbie movie, but I've heard he is the Ryan Gosling is the best part about Bar the Barbie movie. So I'm going to say third one. Mm, just to be different, uh, third one was pretty good choice. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Dolly Parton. You both are incorrect. Wow. It is the chief Uno player. Hey, how dare you make it sound like you like. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> it's all part of the show. Okay. Round two. All right. British Airways serves KFC to passengers after issue with in-flight meals. We had to wing it, they said. <laughs> Number two. Japan Airlines will now provide Icky Doll to anyone who buys an extra seat in advance. Icky Dolls are those life-size dolls. Oh, okay. That, um, yeah. So you're not sitting by the most annoying person in the world. Exactly. <clears throat> Spirit number three. Spirit Airlines to start playing ads over the PA system during taxi. Oh, that would be the worst. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the first one. That sounds more plausible. Or uh, I guess... Actually, the Japanese one also sounds plausible, too. I'm going with Jap Japanese. I'm going to go with the KFC. Brett's on the board with one point. <laughs> yeah. All right. The final round. Florida Aquarium blames manatee's death on high-intensity sex with another male. <laughs> another Florida thing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 I'm just <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking like you know somebody's like that's not true like hey we've got footage <laughs> <laughs> we've been observing this for a while <laughs> all right number two Florida man <laughs> jumps into penguin exhibit to see if they would attack for a potential viral video okay Number three, a Florida monkey has been known to escape out of their exhibit and steal alcoholic beverages from visitors. That's it. I'm going with the first one. I'm going to go with uh, alcoholic monkey. You guys are tied at the end of this. It's oh. Florida, man Florida manatee. <laughs> Those were Florida mans, but that was a Florida manatee. Oh, my word. <laughs> I, I, is it weird that I want to just see if there's like security footage on the internet? <laughs> Do you want to see it or do you want to watch? <laughs> see that exist? 
I want to see the news thing where they're just like, you know, th- this highly implausible story is actually true. We've got footage live at 11. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. If you've been listening for a while, you know that occasionally we give you guys a treat and we do a March Madness of sorts. This time around, we are going to be doing March Madness Most Rewatchable TV Series. Now, let's set some ground rules here. If I I think we talked about this, but just for everybody to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. This is from first episode to the last season's episode, like most rewatchable from the whole series, mm-hmm. right? Yep. All right. Any other stipulations we should consider? I don't think so. All right. So I threw in here the <clears throat> uh, into our bracket, the title along with uh, the the tomato meter score. And the average audience score off of Rotten Tomatoes. So here we go. Round one. Oh, boy. Money Heist versus Futurama. I think it's Futurama easy. I Uh, mean, Money Heist, at least for me, was a good one-time watch. I've thought about rewatching it. And then I've thought, I'd rather not. Yeah, I watched it one time as well, and then they even did like a remake of it in a different language, Korean. Yeah. Korean. So I'm like, why? Yeah, when I I was excited about the Korean one until I read about it that it's literally the exact same story, which is weird because they did the exact opposite thing for the Bird Box. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a a new Bird Box one. It's like board box, yeah, board box, <laughs> Bird Box, like Portugal or something like that or Spain. And it actually is the similar event that occurs in in there, but a completely different story. Hmm. So yeah, um, and then also I know um, just want to start going go back and set the ground rules here as well, or let the listeners know. So what we tried to do with the list of, that we have here that we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks. All sixty four of them. Not all of us have watched every single one of them, but I made at least. It so so two of us have watched each of these episodes, uh, these series, and at least there are obviously somewhere all we've watched, all three of us have watched it, but that is the attempt. We will try and fill in the other the best that we can, but yeah, I am going as well. Future Rama, I don't think obviously it has it listed as 32 because I randomized this. Um, <laughs> yeah, not a 32 seat, and Money Heist is not a number one seat. Money no. Heist, I actually am wanting. <clears throat> to watch that with my wife again because uh, she's never seen it and I think she would love it. So uh, I think it is rewatchable, but definitely not to the capacity that Futurama is. Futurama has withstood the test of time. It's come, it's gotten canceled and then come back, canceled, mm-hmm. come back. <laughs> and it's funny because I was, um, it was funny that we're doing this segment because the other day, one of my, uh, the Facebook things I follow they asked the question, what is the most rewatchable TV series? Or they didn't ask it in those words. They said, what is the show that you always, you know, watch the most to make you feel happy or to fill the time or whatever? And a lot of people said Futurama. And I was like, mm. yeah, I did that too for a while, especially when I lived with you. Yeah. Yep. All right. So it's three for Futurama. <clears throat> All right. Next one. Prison Break versus Full House. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to just say unpopular opinion. So... I, you know, when you sent out the whole thing, I don't think I checked both boxes because not only have I not seen all of Prison Break, but I've not seen all of Full House. But I think 
season one of Prison Break is better than anything for Full House. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I, I I have seen up to the season where they go to Panama. Uh-huh. So I think that's season three. I don't remember how many seasons it goes. <laughs> Full House? I don't know. Six? Oh, maybe? No, no. Seven? I don't know how many Prison oh. Break goes, but yeah, Full House. Full House know. goes to Panama. Jude, do you know? <laughs> You've watched it recently, right? I mean, my only thing that I watched Full House for was I had a massive crush on Michelle. Like, that was my... Michelle's the middle? Yeah. The, uh, no, the youngest. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Who Who is the... Not the youngest. Michelle's the youngest. Who? Who's the middle? Stephanie? Stephanie. Okay. Yeah. I had a massive crush on Stephanie. I was about to say my <laughs> crush on no, no. <laughs> See, that, that's how much I we don't ha- know. Now, let's cut that clip out and just plaster that all over the world. <laughs> that Brett was attracted to a little baby. Um, Man, I was a little <clears throat> baby at that time. <laughs> so, I'm just looking up you right You got now. it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Prison Break was... This is 90 episodes. What is that? Five seasons. So I have watched, I think, three. <laughs> so we're asking ourselves, can one season of a brilliant prison break beat an entire series of Full House? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it can. Full House is eight seasons. I was close. Because I'm no longer 10 years old and I no longer see Stephanie. I, I don't have those same feelings. You know, I thought going into this, I'm, I was like an easy win for Full House. <laughs> Raise good points. <laughs> I have not seen Prison Break, so, but you guys are making season one sound like season it's juicy. One season amazing. one is fantastic. Yes. Um, did the, did like season two happen during like a writer's strike and it just went plummeting like heroes? No. No. I mean, y- y- it started off interesting because it was, was it the D.B. Cooper storyline that they were focusing yeah, on. They're focused on D.B. Cooper. Yep. And then, uh, and here's this is when I stopped watching is when they were going through Tooele, Utah. Yeah. And I was just like, huh. Well, well obviously <laughs> your writers aren't very creative. <laughs> Tooele, Utah. Come on. I think I'm going prison break. I thought I was going into this with Full House, but. Go on prison break. Prison I'll, I'll just give a nod to Full House. Okay. And Brett's prison break. Yep, I'm so prison, prison break. Prison break moves on. All right. Next one. Black Mirror versus That 70s Show. Hmm. Interesting. So I have not seen Black Mirror, but I have seen That 70s Show. And I, I think it, That 70s Show is a fantastic show. I think Red Foreman is by far my most favorite character in that entire series. Yes. Hands down. Um, I think he's probably one of the best characters just created ever. Well, him and Kimmy. Or, or Kitty. Not, Kitty. Kitty, yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think, I think the, the, what, the last, once Eric, once, like most shows, once you get one person that leaves the show, it all starts falling apart. And I think once Eric Foreman leaves the show and it, only comes back on guests as guest visits. Well, you really like that dynamic between Red and Eric. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it just it they it meshes really well. The only thing I would say is I just am not the biggest fan of uh, what is Eric's girlfriend's name? Donna? Donna. Donna. Just not a big fan of her. I think she takes away from the show rather than adds to it. I like mm-hmm. everybody else. I like Kelso, I like Hyde, Jackie. 
Uh, Fez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric is, Eric is, I've said this before, going to restate it again, because who knows if somebody's not listening to my previous episodes where I say this. The main character in TV shows tends to be the most boring, I feel like. Mm, yeah, you've said that. About, yeah, and you don't like that with Ted no. Mosby. Ted Mosby. I am Ted Mosby, okay? <laughs> Just most, the whatever the show is focused on, that person seems to be the most lame in the show. When it's like a, a group sitcom like that. Hmm. But so I think Eric Foreman is just that. <clears throat> I don't know. I see Eric as the consistent. Like that's what it, I mean. it's it's his world. Yeah. Like Bobby's world. And that's what like Ted Mosby is. Like everybody's Bobble. circled around Ted <laughs> Mosby and everybody else is more interesting than him. But <laughs> I will give that he's a little bit more interesting than Eric Foreman. Yeah. Mm. But I'm going to go all in on that 70s show. That show is way more rewatchable. Yeah. Not only that, Black Mirror, <clears throat> when you watch an episode, you feel weird. I, I will tell you, there is a fantastic YouTube channel that breaks down all of the secret Easter eggs. And like they connect this episode with this episode. It is, they are fantastic. Like if you ever are like curious about like, Whenever you watch Black Mirror and there's some little small scrolling thing across the bottom or whatever, mm -hmm. people not only pay attention to that, but they read it. They look for hints. They even Black Mirror is so well thought out that even the restaurant chain is something that pops up in various places. Hmm. It is possibly one of the smartest horror TV shows out there. Huh. However... Like I said previously, I don't think all Black Mirror episodes are equal. No, they're I, not. I read the summary, and if I, it, it kind of goes into the whole face-off effect from Adam Carolla. If I don't want to believe that this world exists in that summary, I just choose not to watch that episode. And so, and also, FYI, I just barely went to Walmart, and they were selling uh, that '70s show. Uh, dvd box set for twenty dollars and as I, I i can't pass that up a full, a full series box set uh -huh. 20 bucks yeah. yeah that's a good deal probably didn't come with the digital copy right no oh that would have been a dream come true right there wow no. all right so we're all going in on that 70 show that 70 show is a very rewatchable i could see that going quite a distance in this. yeah man <clears throat> this one i'm experiencing I'm interested in what you guys are going to pick. This so Ted feels, Lasso versus Seinfeld. This feels mean. And for the first time ever, I'm going to read those those scores. So the tomato meter is 90. Average audience is 86 for Ted Lasso. Seinfeld is 89 uh, for tomato meter and 92 for average audience. So very in the same ballpark um, as far as quality goes. Yeah, this uh, one's just a mean one to do. I know where I sit, but I want to hear I think I know where you sit, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh well, I, Ted Lasso for me is is fantastic. It is, it, it was a big surprise too. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I I, I love the character Ted Lasso. Um, he's just he's got just some goofiness to him that's that's great. Um, Seinfeld for me is my number one favorite sitcom of all time. Um, I, I, I think the, the four characters in there mesh so well together and it's, it's kind of one of those shows where you could pick up watching it in between any season at any time 
and just go. Yeah. There, you don't need background mm-hmm. on anything that's ever happened in that's the show true. before. Do they have a term for that? Um, possibly. Because I, I know that in sitcoms, that's a very common trope or whatever. Where... I mean, basically, you know, you have your standalone episodes compared to season arcs. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're, yeah, they're just all standalones, essentially. Yeah, they're all standalone se- uh, shows. Except for the last two. Yeah. I mean, there's there's very rare where there's like a part one, part two. But for the most part, you could pick up anywhere you want. And I like that's one of the great things I like about specific shows like that, where it's just you, you can drop in anytime you want. And yep. you already know you just you can know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I just I love all the characters in that that mesh well together. But I mean, I'm not throwing away Ted Lasso just yet because Ted Lasso, I think, meshes well with all the, the players. I mean, mm-hmm. in their dynamics and. You know, Roy is fantastic in that show too. Like yeah. he, he's one of those uncles that you really want. And <laughs> <laughs> do you want him as an uncle? <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're his niece or nephew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get money. I don't know if you see. Have you seen it all? Yeah. Have you seen it all? No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you get. It's not a spoiler or anything, but he she gets money every time he cusses. So yeah, that's a that's a win. <laughs> So and I like Coach Beard. I think he's great. He there are great. some weird episodes in like there's that one weird episode in season two with Coach Beard. Oh yeah, that was a weird episode. That was just so out of nowhere and mm-hmm. random. And I don't know if it's really necessary. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um but oh, I think I'm going Seinfeld. Yeah, I, I've watched the first season of Ted Lasso. I enjoyed it. But it just like it's not one of those things where I'm constantly like, oh, when's the next season coming out? When's the next season coming out? When like I just I watched it. I will eventually watch Ted Lasso to seasons two and three. But to me, Seinfeld, my favorite thing about Seinfeld is when Seinfeld those episodes transition into real life. Like I have gone out on a date with a girl that has man hands. I have a friend <laughs> who is the ultimate two-face where in good light, he looks handsome. In other lights, he looks like Lurch. It is... They do that in Seinfeld too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just knew uh, How I Met Your Mother did that. It is fantastic. And then you have those classic episodes like Kenny Rogers Roasters. Mm-hmm. And the Soup Nazi. The Soup Nazi. Oh, man. I... I absolutely spitter. Oh man, when they did the whole JFK thing, which is funny because I think the guy who plays Newman was in JFK also. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, But yeah, I mean, to me, Seinfeld, you're right. Futurama has like massive rewatchability, but there's like some episodes where I'm like, "Eh, I'll skip this one. To me, Seinfeld's just like, okay, what are we in for? All right, let's go. And I mean, like the first well, first the, the, and second seasons of the, Seinfeld. Sorry, go on. The first and second seasons of Seinfeld are maybe the least yeah. favorites of all of them. But I feel like they really picked or they got found their footing in season three and beyond. Oh, yeah. And it just kept getting better. Uh-huh. I'll say my favorite episode of Seinfeld is The Bet. Oh, yeah. That's, that's that, season four. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Um, the, oh, wait. is it? It's The Contest. Yeah, The Contest. Oh, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. It's called Contest. contest. I will say my two cents. Seinfeld was, I watched it a ton because of TBS growing up. And because of that, you rolled the dice and you didn't know which episode you're going to watch because it's just reruns. And I got to a certain point shortly after the the show ended in a horrible fashion, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever care to watch it again. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's a great show. I just don't personally care to watch it again. Ted Lasso, obviously, I love and adore, and I love Roy Kent and Ted Lasso. All the characters from, uh, wow, well, I can't remember, uh, Football is Life. Oh, what is his name? Oh, yeah. Danny, Ro- Danny, Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. Rojas. All these people, I love them. I could rewatch it over and over and over again. I just, I don't know what to attribute Seinfeld's burnout to. I don't know if it was TBS or what, or the fact that I watched it when I was, but, you know, I'm six young, years younger than you. So, mm-hmm. and I watched, so I watched it as a kid, but yeah. Fortunately, I got burnt out. So I will put my one sad vote for Ted Lasso. That's not how I was expecting that to turn out. I was expecting I was going to cast the only vote for Seinfeld. I I knew it came down to Criddle. (laughs) It was a tough that I looked at that beforehand and I'm like, that's going to be rough. Yes. Because I really do enjoy Ted Lasso. And it's it's a show that I do want to. We just finished season three and I want to go back and watch season Mm -hmm. one, two and three again. I think season two might be my least favorite out of the three yeah but i mean i have to rewatch them again i do and still enjoy them all all right just seeing where we are in this bracket here trying to zoom out all right we are ready to start oh no we're not nope why can't i zoom 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 oh here we go there's a button for that all right so we go to number four okay we are going all right so 1990s well i think it's during the 80s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV series against Terminal List. <laughs> so two very different shows. Cartoon animated cartoon to against uh, a live action Navy Seal. <laughs> uh, rewatchability though. So I haven't watched this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles probably about eh, probably when Jude was he was like two or three. So it's been about nine ish years. For me, I think, oh, I don't know if I want to say that it's rewatchable. <laughs> like, I mean, it is rewatchable, but like the level of rewatchability is not very high. Terminal List is not rewatchable because it's one of those series that once you watch it all the way through, you know everything. And yeah. It's not suspenseful. It's like, I don't know, Brett, what is your take? I mean, I know it's on the list later, but 24, is that a super rewatchable for you? I know you like 24 a lot. I... What was it? Way back in the day when Yumi used to do Black Friday, I picked up the first, I think, six seasons of 24 for about $5 each. And I, after, what was it? Some summer lull, I started watching the first season of 24. And there's just a lack of like worry and yeah. concern. Mm hmm. Not only knowing that there, I mean, granted, while I was watching it, I, I was binging before it was popular. Uh-huh. Like, I, I felt as though I, me and my family started the trend of binging 24. Like, we would sit out the entire season and then wait for it to go to Blockbuster. Yep. And then we would just check out disc by disc by disc. But, uh, oh, Blockbuster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. RIP. But, uh, and so I, I redid it for the first season. And the funny thing about the first season of 24 is the ticker has sounds different in the first season compared to the standard ticker that you're familiar with from season two on. Huh. And it it got distracting. I'm like, no, like, why does the countdown ticker sound different? <laughs> this was the first season, but this was like the best season. And 
it sounds different and I don't like that it sounds different. And so I, I, I think, you know, maybe it's been 20 years since I watched 24. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it takes 24 years to, you know, <laughs> get back into rewatching 24. Who knows? But uh, I, I don't think 24 has a high rewatchability. But with both of these, like the terminal list is, like you said, a very serious drama, a military drama. It's good. But like each of those episodes, I think vary in length. I swear, mm-hmm. like one of them is like 90 minutes and a couple yeah. of them are like 40. And I, what to, to, to derail you? Mm hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Because I kind of don't like the randomness. Not like, yes, I like the extra content one episode's and normal about on the others. But also, I'm like, sometimes I don't look at the time. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, this is just going to be a 40 minute show. I got time for that. Well, it's weird because, like, what was it? Here's an interesting situation because you have the Disney Plus series Secret Invasion. The first episode yeah, that's like exactly what I was thinking. Over 60 minutes. Uh huh. And then the last episode is barely 25. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that show yet. It is a great show. And so it's just like, wait, <laughs> how, how can you barely get... And I say t- barely 25. I think it's about 30, but I, there's like five minutes of credits at the very end. So you have this all-out final battle that is hurried. I would rather it kind of almost be inversed. You have a short first episode uh-huh. and the last episode shouldn't be rushed especially if it's you know a fight to the death dueling you know bad guy versus good guy it should take a while it should like suck you into this world yeah and to do it the exact inverse i feel as though is like not cool yep i would concur sorry to interrupt you there though. no it's fine um so with this i don't think either one of them is rewatchable like the yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has, and right now I'm in this big nostalgia kick. I will tell you, when it comes to recommendations, like for the next couple of weeks, I'm kind of probably going to be recommending uh, box sets of stuff that I've picked up because I, I went from like only wanting digital downloads to I get irked when I see like things get pulled off of streaming services because you know they were insensitive of the times, blah blah blah. And I was like, no. I hate that. I this was done at this time. Yeah. That's Don't, what I like about Disney Plus. Whenever you watch those older cartoons, they just have a blurb that says, yeah. hey, this was made during a different time, blah, 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 blah. But yet here's the hundred percent of the content. We're getting a little too sensitive, society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I on purpose decide I'm you know what? It will always exist physically if I own it physically. <laughs> it, you can easily delete something yep. digitally. So I I I've been I, I what was it just before my my pre my summer present to myself was I basically bought like two hundred dollars verse worth of like various uh, <laughs> box sets or whatever. You're gonna be now summer the, content exactly the National Archives at Brett's house exactly. Hey, I'm still one of those that collects yep, physical you are. copies. Yep. Oh yeah, I've given up. I mean, I have mine in that little thing right there that holds. Like, there's been times where internet's gone out, and I'm like, well. Yep, I got it. We I had that it. recently. We had it out for almost a whole day, and so we pulled out our DVDs. I'm like, man, we don't have that may- very many kid DVDs, though. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. I collect both the kid stuff and the adult stuff, which is interesting because Disney is slowly going to cease 
printing physical wow. media. Like I That's th- going to go up in value. I think I heard that any new Disney stuff is not going to be pr- done in Region 4, which is Australia. Hmm. So They're testing I, it. Yeah. And so... Crikey. Yeah. So <laughs> some of the, the stuff, like, you know, if you want to get it on DVD or Blu-ray, you know, I would probably be searching it out right now because eventually no new media is going to be printed by Disney and it's all going to be they're they're forcing you to go to Disney Plus to go watch their stuff. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if Apple acquires Disney yeah. and see what they do. All so, right. So so out of both of those I'm going to just going to go with, you know, back to the actual content at hand. I'm just going to put my plug in for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because it's nostalgia. I'm going there anyway too because action shows that are suspenseful are hard to rewatch and have that same interest value in there. Yeah, I, and I'm leaning towards that not just because I saw the Ninja Turtle movie last night. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? It wasn't bad. <laughs> it's pretty good. I, I don't think I could watch it. I don't, I'm not a fan of that animation. I'm it, a fan of, yeah. I mean, I don't know which one this one is, but I tell you, there's a new teenage, newer Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle made by Nickelodeon in like, what do you call it? The tw- 2010s. Uh-huh. These are this. this that was movie, fantastic. This one, they definitely acted like teenagers. Like okay. that's what I've heard. I've heard the positive thing is they they don't act like adults. They're Gen Z teenagers. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you're going with TMT. TMNT. Okay. They move on. All right, Brooklyn Nine Nine versus Parks and Rec. I know Brettsville. It's <laughs> uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't. I. I. I if somebody if somebody hit the delete button and deleted every single copy of Parks Parks and Rec, I would shed zero tears. <laughs> Criddle, what's your opinion on these? I'm curious. <laughs> okay. So I, I've seen each one of these once. I mean, me too. Okay. So uh Brooklyn Nine Nine, I think, has a lot more funny moments mm-hmm. and funnier episodes. I think the first like three seasons of Brooklyn Nine Nine are the best out of the whole series. Yeah. Um, I'd agree with. I that. like uh, Jake Peralta um, in his his character, and I like their. I like I love the pranks that mm-hmm. go on in that show and the Halloween episodes. The Halloween episodes, <laughs> like I think that's just it's just a fun watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Parks and Rec. Um, there's there's a lot of funny characters in there, like. I think uh, Chris Pratt is one of the saving graces of that show. And I think I like Chris Pratt better when he was in that show versus what he is now. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, the character of, what is it, Ron? Yeah. Ron he, Swanson. Or Ron Swanson. He is just hilarious and funny. And just, he, I, you try to understand why he's in the job he's in. And mm-hmm. he, even though he hates government. <laughs> and... <laughs> He tries to be the manly man and, you know, it, it's really great. But I think overall, I would lean towards Brooklyn Nine-Nine. All right. I also go towards Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I watch Parks and Rec for my wife because she loves it. I don't really care for it. If, if Chris Pratt and Ron Swanson are the saving grace of that show, without those two, I don't think it would be watchable. Like, I think Aziz Ansari is really annoying yes he is like any show he's in I, mm-hmm. i'm just like 
please make it stop. He's like he's like the modern day Joe Pesci. Oh. I'm going, okay, 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 okay. I so, I prefer Joe Pesci over that. Over. <laughs> yeah, I probably would too. Um yeah. I, I like Joe Pesci. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. Community versus the middle. This oh. is the community middle. has 88, 88, which is funny. And the Malcolm middle is, uh, we didn't have anything for the tomato meter. So 90 for audience score. Oh which man. I feel like that number is incorrect. Th- this hurts my, my nostalgia feel goods because <laughs> I watch community as an adult and I love it. But Malcolm in the middle, I remember watching that weekly mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. And it just holds a special spot. Like, what was it? One of my friends, uh, my friend in Brigham was reminding me about one episode at Malcolm in the Middle about how, like, at the very beginning of every single episode, something happens. And there, he was telling me about his favorite beginning where Lois is sitting there because her house is too quiet. And she walks in on Mal- <laughs> Malcolm and his brother. And they're it's like, and she's like, what are you guys up to? And she goes, they're like, nothing. And so she's like, looks at them and she closes the door. And so she kind of like walks out and it's just too, too quiet. And so she turns around and she goes, you guys are up to something because they're too quiet. And she says, what are you guys doing? What are you really doing? And she, they're like, nothing. She's like, so she just kind of like looks at them and just kind of turns around and walks out. And then behind the door is taped their little brother <laughs> and what is it the older brother just turns to malcolm and just goes she's losing a step <laughs> uh, the show is great my i always remember the episode first of all i think the dad is the dad hilarious. is fantastic hal is the best yes i i love hal uh yeah hal's the best and i remember the episode where he's trying to get lois fat yeah <laughs> <laughs> he put butter in everything. Oh, there was one episode where I think it started off with Hal, and he comes home from work, and then he opens up a like a creaky drawer, and then he's like, "Oh, gotta fix that." And then he he goes to get something else to fix it, and then he realizes there's something else going that's wrong, <laughs> and so he tries to go and fix that, and he goes to his car, and there's something wrong with his car, and it's just it's one thing after the other, and then before you know it, Lois comes home and says how come you're not fixing this? And he says, what do you think I'm doing? (laughs) (laughs) He's working on his car instead of like the drawer. (laughs) In that show, I will say Malcolm, once again, main guy. Boring. The most boring. Yeah, well, because his, not the oldest brother, but the the brother above him. Oh, yeah. I think he is like, you know, Hal is the best. Lois is also the second best, but the, the, his slightly older brother, I just, yeah, he's great too. He's great. He, I haven't seen him anywhere. I know since that show. I've seen obviously the oldest brother elsewhere, Malcolm elsewhere. I've seen the youngest somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, I forget where, but I have. I haven't seen Lois anywhere since the show. She popped up somewhere one time, and I'm like, Is I that can Lois? see her in a Hallmark movie. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think the writing of Dan Harmon in Community and that cast. Before season, I mean, we're encompassing all seasons there, even unfortunately after the, the departure of Chevy Chase and the departure of uh, Donald Glover, uh, I still think Community wins this one out for me. Uh, 
the, mm. the season really does take it, or the series takes a turn when those mm-hmm. two characters go. Yeah. But it's funny how so there's sad. like maybe one or two episodes per season after that happens. They're still good quality because yeah. like the la- the floor is lava episode. Oh, that's that's post those two. Le- oh, no, I guess no, Dan- that, Danny Glover is still, that's yeah, his last episode. That's his last season. My favorite episode. episode is the uh, the dice roll. and Oh, yes. yes. The, that's, uh, the, that's my favorite. The timeline. The yeah, timeline. But I mean, thing like the episodes of like the chicken. Uh, you know, in the cafeteria, uh-huh. and um, the blanket fort, and just like all these random, the like pa- the, the paintball, paintball. Yeah. the paintball ones are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, and mm-hmm. I I can rewatch those over and over and over again, and yeah. have, which is funny because I own them. I I bought them easily on iTunes, and they were like at a discounted rate. And then when they started deleting a couple of them. The dun- uh, one of the Dungeons and Dragons one, I went out and I bought it physically because I'm like, you are not taking the bl- taking the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> away from me. No, I feel like a lot of the Malcolm in the Middle episodes, to me, feel quite repetitive. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, and it, that's that's to me is a, a negative and it's not. So I think I'm leaning towards Community. Okay, mm-hmm. so bet. I'm just gonna go with Malcolm in the Middle because I haven't gotten my and a movie yet. it's coming (laughs) all right uh supernatural versus walking dead i didn't even think about this one's two horrors essentially oh wow i i mean i know who's gonna win this one flat out i have no surprise i it was who's seen supernatural have you uh, seen some i've I've seen most of most of it yeah i think you i know you hate the one season with the uh the leviathan leviathan yeah yeah Cradle, have you seen Supernatural? I have not. Oh man, you need to. I've been wanting to, and I'm just waiting for the right moment. <laughs> Fifteen seasons is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Every season, twenty-ish episodes. I just have a really it. So they're like what forty-five minute episodes. Yeah. yeah, man. I just I have the hardest time staying awake at night because I get up for work so yeah. early, and so like. As soon as like, you know, I'm I'm like really hyped and ready to go to bed and like I, I'm lay down and like within two minutes, I'm like, this is feeling really comfy. My <laughs> eyes are getting really heavy. I hate people like that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he hates you. I just, uh, man, as soon as like, it's like all the worries come out, it's like I, I pass out. <laughs> I had that yesterday. I, I think Supernatural is interesting. I, it was brought up on a YouTube video that I was watching that Supernatural basically owes its continued success on when after like series three that they started doing huge arcs because mm-hmm. it was, you know, the first couple of seasons was just, you know, they were looking for the yellow-eyed demon, but... Yeah, they were... They were less of an arc, yeah. But it was more Monster of the Week. Yep. Monster of the Week. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, it once it became season arcs, it just took off Supernatural to a different level. And I think that also, I don't know the timeline of Supernatural versus Smallville because they're both CW shows, but I feel like that's kind of what Smallville did too mm-hmm. is they started off with, you know, uh, meta, Bad Guy of the Week. Yeah, Meta Human of the Week. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I think I I don't know does Flash do did Flash do that at the beginning? Yeah, Fla- Flash did the first season. It was kind of like kind of introducing you to all of Flash's rogues gallery because to me personally, 
Superman ha- or sorry, Batman has the number one rogues gallery out of I think all of comics. Uh-huh. And Spider-Man's for, 2 probably. Yeah, Spider-Man's 2. And then DC in the DC world, I think Flash has the second best rogues gallery. So I feel as though they did have an arc, but most of it was, you know, interweaved at like the the last 3 minutes of the series to kind of tease what was going to come later. Whereas, you know, the Flash is constantly fighting this guy, this guy, this guy. So you're mm-hmm. exposed to the rogues gallery with an underlying season arc that's going on. Whereas, you know, Supernatural, kind of very similar to Supernatural, where it was, you know, okay, we need to find the yellow-eyed demon, but, you know, Monster of the Week, Monster mm. of the Week, Monster of the Week. I see. I That's why I think I attribute at least the beginning of Supernatural's first three seasons to the, just like a CW. Mm-hmm. That's had the way they do things. And it's like, oh, this doesn't exactly work. Even though I did enjoy it, because, like, I think... When I started, I was like, I love this monster of the week and like laying down the lore. It almost helps the show progress in a way for me personally, not for everybody. But like, okay, we're learning about um, oh, what are they called? The ones that are found in the mountains that are tr- from cannibals. I can't remember what it's called. But it's like you learn about their lore and um, how to kill them and what they do and all that stuff. And it's fun because later on in the show, they reappear in some mm-hmm. shape or form. And you're mm-hmm. like, and you're even guessing, Oh, is this, this kind of monster or is it this kind of monster? And they're trying to figure it out too. And it's kind yeah. of fun to do it with them, but I really need to try, give it a try. Yep. Um, walking dead as a whole, as a whole show, <laughs> I haven't been able to finish up, finish it. I'm on the last season and I can't get across the finish line. So I'm still <laughs> where Glenn died. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's news to me. I didn't know Glenn died. You didn't know Glenn? Man, no. that was like the pinnacle of Walking Dead right there. No. It like the story, like I think the old time watchers mm-hmm. or the viewership of that episode was just insane. Okay, just wait. Just because I got the whole Michelle Stephanie thing wrong. Glenn's the Asian, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, it, and it is it is a sad, it's a, it's sad a, episode. It's a normal Asian name, right, Glenn? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um for me personally the walking dead like the, to me the the first season i it was interesting because they were like you know everybody was in the whole like what's going on type of a thing the thing that irked me about the first season though was it, how it ended where the like, was it the twin sister was dying and she turns into a zombie and and whoever's sister it was, she's like, you're not, I, I, I wanted her to get her, the twin sister to rip off the other twin sister's face. Like everybody's saying, this is going to happen. It's not going to be pretty. And they're like, no, nobody touch her. Nobody touch her. And I was just like, please die. Please, yeah, I please. know, right? Uh, but, and then, you know, somebody pointed out to me, you know, seasons like two through four. Two I don't is know, awful. Where it's basically, you know, you have the, reprieve from the the previous week's cliffhanger they're looking for this they're looking for this they're saying that they're sad that so-and-so's dead they're annoyed that zombies are a thing they're looking for hey let's go look for food let's go down to this basement there's no there'd be no look this basement's flooded with water there's no way any Mm -hmm. zombies would be in this flooded basement with water and then you know cliffhanger oh there are zombies in this basement with water and it it did that for routinely for a while and so i stopped watching it and then you told me the governor is like phenomenal. So yes, he is one of the 
the best TV bad guys. One of them. I don't know. There's probably others. So then I got into the governor who was so bad. I loved to hate him Mm -hmm. so much. And I feel as though that there's something beautiful about the moment when you love, you hate somebody so much with that kind of passion Mm -hmm. that you just want their existence to end, but you know if it ends, they're going to have to replace it with somebody. And will that person be as equally as good and as hateable as the previous one? And then, and so once they got rid of the, uh, the mayor or whatever, the governor. the governor, I stopped watching it. And then I, I heard that they killed the son. And so I, I, I just scrubbed the head to watch how they did it because I, I was, and I'm actually outraged that they killed the son because like, just let him just go off on his merry yes, way. Yep. Like that's what they do with, um, Rick. Mm, no, Rick is a mystery, and that he's like the only reason. Like they, he's presumed dead, but they don't know it for a fact. No, um, Maggie, uh-huh. she she walked went away, and when she wanted to leave the show, but then I guess at one point she decided her career wasn't going as well as she wanted, so she came back. See, so, and and that's what they should. And have now done. they have a spinoff. Well, yeah, and that that's the funny thing because because I watched the first episode for free, which I didn't think that that episode was good at all. <laughs> And, but I'm like, that's what the kid should have done. I know he was going to college or whatever, but you know what? You might regret them killing off your character. I mm-hmm. mean, I think he was for it, but I, 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 I'm looking at the longer run. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm looking at the Disney channel life. You know what? Give me, if I had a choice of being in a Martin Scorsese film where I'm like idolized, but only appear once, or I'm like in. Disney Channel's Wizards of Waverly Place for 12 years. Give me that. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed work. Uh Exactly. But like one of my biggest complaints about The Walking Dead is like similar to what uh, Jeff Goldblum is in Jurassic Park. Now, now you do plan to have zombies in your zombie show. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's so many episodes where like you're like, where are the zombies? Yeah, it's true. Um, As somebody who has read, uh, I don't know, I I need to... check out if i finish the last comic book that i have but i've read almost you know all the i wait for the compendium so i Mm -hmm. binge the comics essentially so i wait for the compendiums to come out and i read them all the way through and honestly so i i'm not saying this is a bragging rights i'm just saying that where i was i i read the first compendium before there was even talks of a show Mm -hmm. and i was so obsessed with this comic book and when and to see it kind of fall flat on his face really hurt because it's like the comic the comic has all the meat in it and they put all this extra crap in it all this lard i guess or whatever you know into the show and they're like stick with the comic don't put all this filler nonsense in there because you just watered this down the amc drama yes and like the drama is still there in the comic book and the action is way more intense than it is in the in the show um and you hate the governor just as much i mean i think actually i probably want to say tv probably made me hate the governor more but then even negan to his point, he does kind of step up to the throne almost as much as the governor, uh, as far as a bad guy goes. But I think the governor just outdoes him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then the next one's Alpha. But then also talking the difference between like the 
the time gaps between these villains, so to speak, is just a big lull. Yeah. Like you're like, uh, this story, oh, this is dumb. Let's keep going. Let's go let's get to the next like big story arc and leave this garbage behind. Mm-hmm. So long story short, obviously Supernatural is one of my favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. I've rewatched it probably three or four times. So <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. <laughs> Uh, but obvi- I, I was really saddened to see that 72 of the uh, the audience gave it a 72. I'll, I'll go for Walking Dead. Okay. Well, I think this is a good place to stop here because we are halfway through the first, whatever it's called, division. Where I mean, we're, we're the, we went through the first round of the first. Is that what it was? You're an NCA more fan than I am, Brett. Yeah. We're, what, we're, is the, what are the sections called? I mean, first bracket, first round. Yeah, first bracket. The first round of the first bracket. Mm -hmm. So we've completed that. And just to kind of sum it up, next time when we discuss this bracket, it'll be Futurama versus Prison Break. That 70s show versus Seinfeld. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Community versus Supernatural. Some of those are mean ones. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, let's get on to our recommendations. All right. So for my recommendation, I, this is something I'm actually getting ready to do because I just got notification that my uh, HBO Max, I'm not going to call it Max because that's the way I roll. <laughs> um, HBO Max subscription ends, I think, the August 28th. And so I am going to be looking at all of the series that I am interested in because I've also found out that, or maybe just binge all the ones that I want to and then just let it lapse for a couple of months because I don't know, I'm not watching it that much. I mean, it has some good stuff. I haven't watched the most recent Titans series, which I do kind of want to watch, but I also, I don't want to watch at the same time. And then there's a couple other series. And then as I was looking at, those series i went to my big old uh zipper of all of my seasons that i've bought and i'm like oh i've i've actually owned that for years and i haven't <laughs> watched it yet so my recommendation is i guess if you have a streaming service uh and you're curious of uh it's c- constant value to you d- do a massive sit down and see what it it's constantly or currently providing and could you do without with that for at least a year or a couple months? Because mm-hmm. I, I think right now I, have, I haven't done it, but I think I'm siding on the whole dropping HBO Max for a while. That's fair. I don't use your HBO Max very often. <laughs> uh, I, every once in a while I find some random movie that's on there and I'm like, oh, I need to see that. But now there's and there's a lot of shows I'm, I'm waiting for them to, you know, come out with another season before I go back and yeah. really get into that app. Some more. Um, my recommendation is Apple's Hijack. Oh yeah, that is good. I I mean I'm still I'm still not far into it because I went two episodes and then I was like, oh crap, this is a show that my wife would love. So I've got to find time for her to watch it and then start over. Well, you know the funny thing about Hijack is there's po- points like you know every so often when you're watching a like a horror movie, a zombie movie or something like that. I, to me personally, if if I was you know if a zombie outbreak 
popped out, I'd be like, huh, it's kind of like that like Walking Dead series that I've watched or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, at least in like zombie movies or zombie TV shows, zombies aren't a thing that exist in that reality. And so I'm watching um, Hijack and I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's, uh, there's a Is certain a zombie. <laughs> there, there's a certain thing that happens and I'm like, huh. Shows like 24 aren't a thing in this reality. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I already know what's going to happen, and it's not good. Had you watched Jack Bauer, you would know that this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. I just like the story of Idris Elba being a like business negotiator, like uh-huh. not even police. Like I was expecting him to be a U.S. Like, marshal yeah, yeah. or something, even though it's starting off in like Dubai. I don't know where yeah. it is. Um, and I was like, oh, like he's a, he's a marshal of some sort of a, a British, uh, British marshal. Uh-huh. And since they're going to England, but nope, just a businessman that's brought in for negotiations on, you know, closing deals. And I'm like, this is interesting. Like this puts a whole different spin. It's not a John McClane story kind of thing or, uh, anything else. I'm like, okay, I want to see where this goes. Cause this could go completely a different trajectory than I'm used to, mm-hmm. but I'm only two episodes in because I, and we just watched the first episode again a couple nights ago. So hopefully I get some more traction. We can finish this. Finish them. Okay. I have a pre-recommendation and a recommendation. Um, My pre-recommendation is I'm going to see the Meg today. Ooh. The Meg 2. Ooh. I I, I like (laughs) the Meg 1. I did. It is, if you enjoyed, sorry, I'm stealing stealing your soapbox here. If you enjoyed, what is that? Um, Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. If you enjoyed <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, this is the movie for you. <laughs> I hope Meg 2 delivers just as much. I, I I enjoyed the first Meg. I think it's it's so wildly bizarre and crazy yeah. and fun. And so they, I think they the the trailer for for number two they really lean heavily into the silly, yeah. but also just like the craziness of uh-huh. everything. So I'm I'm excited to go see it. It's also a Jason Statham movie, so I'm like, why not? You know. And then um, my recommendation is uh, over the last few weeks, uh, we've been uh, rewatching all the Fast and the Furious. And I still I, need to do that. And I recommend all the Fast and the Furious movies, even even three. Some are better than others. Tokyo Drift. I ask that every single time. Okay, no, so don't. <laughs> I, I, but I'm somebody who doesn't really like. Most of Fast and Furious. Yeah, I think you appreciate Fast and the Furious three more when you've watched the other ones. Okay, so watch, go one, two, and then four and on, so, and then come back so to three. See, you go one, two, four, five, six, seven, nah, three, eight, nine. Where ten. does Hobbs and whatever come in? Uh, I've already watched Hobbs one and I didn't really care for it. it. And which is weird because that's the only one that to me looks good. It was, it's a fun watch. It's just a typical stereotypical action. Like nothing special about it. In my book, somebody told me that you you know, what would make fast and the furious better is, is if they fell into the transformers world. (laughs) (laughs) That would be cool. And one of them gets bumblebee. Uh I mean the Hobbs, it's not far off. So, I, I that's one of my guilty pleasure series franchises. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Fast Eleven and the next Hobbs movie. So when those come out, who knows? I wonder if looking at Vin Diesel's career, if I looked at his filmography, 
has he been in more Fast and the Furious movies than other movies combined? I mean, I guess the fact that he does the voice for group, but I'm going to count only movies he's actually been of, you know, physical representation of him. In. Oh, Furious is probably that it then. Yeah, because I can only know Pitch Black 1 and 2. 2 is called something else, but it's not Pitch Black. He was Black. in 2 Triple X. Riddick. Riddick, yeah. There's two triple X's? Well, there's three, yes. but he's only in two. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Right. I thought there was only two, and he was only in one. There's three, and he's in two. Yeah. <laughs> three and two. And <laughs> one plus two plus two plus one. He's in the first one and the third one. Is Samuel Jackson in both Samuel, all three? Samuel Jackson. I don't. I haven't seen the third one, oh, okay. but I think he's in one and two. Okay. Uh, that went off. Um, so that's my recommendation. And I mean, if you're into Ninja Turtles, go see the Ninja Turtle movie. I will tell you that there, there's one series that I was listening. I, I didn't even know it existed. It's a movie. It's coming out at the end of August. I'm not going to watch it in the movie theaters. I'm just going to wait for it to come on wherever it's going to come out. Maybe Redbox. But it's called Slother House. Slother House? It is about a alpha sloth that has t- been taken out of its environment in put in a sorority home and it starts going on a murderous rampage. I is there a trailer out yes, for this? Yes. It I, is I need to see this because it, it's a sloth. Uh-huh. And that in itself is just the weirdest thing. The the summary while you're looking it up is senior Emily Young wants to be elected sorority president. She adopts a cute sloth thinking it will help her win, but s- strings of fatalities implicate <laughs> implicates the sloth. Ah, oh, it looks so bad, and that is so my jam. Ah, <laughs> oh. what the heck? I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Now's a good time to catch up on stuff because of the strike. Exactly. Yeah, and honestly, I'll just say my two cents in the strike because I don't have a lot to say. But I, I'm kind of surprised that I don't know all the people that have been posting there. Their checks that they get for um, what are they called? What yeah, you, royalties. I, I, yeah. Royalties. Yes, I'm kind of surprised how little they get paid. Well, I thought they got paid way more. It was weird because you know, okay, so going to the 24. Remember 24, the president's brother. Mm-hmm. Well, he was was complaining about. I'm not sure if he was complaining about it in person or on Twitter or whatever, but he was showing his residual check that he got for like I don't know, like a month or so from uh, his appearance in um, Suits. Uh-huh. Be- and he's just like, I can't believe I got 16 cents for it. And I like looked up the... Ep- he's in like 12 episodes. Like, what did you think you were going to get? Yeah. And it's funny that you brought up... Uh, what is it called? Which is a way to replace it? Because uh-huh. I've never seen it before. And I guess there's a reoccurring character that's been in, in it from like season one to all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. He gets paid next to nothing. For, oh, wow. He gets like cents. And I'm like, and then I started seeing all these people posting all their checks of what they get. And I'm like, all these checks are cents that they're getting. And I'm like, and you're, I'm, I'm pretty sure it costs more to print the check, mail it to you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's ridiculous. I mean, to me, I, I kind of don't feel that bad because they made their money initially. This is extra stuff. This is, I I think to me personally, this is extra stuff that you shouldn't be counting on. It should be, oh, look what I got. 
Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I'm a teacher. Like, I don't expect to make more than if I do make more, I have to go to conferences. I have to go do this. Yeah. I have to go to that. Like, I don't get like residuals from my, like, my students that, like, my first group of kids just barely graduated from high school. I don't get a residual for them having graduated high school. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. That would be. <laughs> It'd be nice. We got bonuses. Exactly. Your kids all graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just think there needs to be something that, because I understand the argument of they, you know, they they went through the what is it called? Oh man, I'm struggling with words right now. Where they interview, mm-hmm. I, I can't figure out words, and you know, they get the job. They start getting paid for doing their their scenes, but then like there's that huge gap uh, with a lot of these non A listers, not even B lister actors, who just are now trying to get their next job after that one's done. Yes, they got a good pay, but now they have that lull in between, and it's like it's a grind, is my understanding. So it's like, how do they expect to keep like background one liner a- actors or get keep getting those people if they can't even make a living. That you know true. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's like n- at some point you're not going to have those people and then it's going to be a very boring movie exactly. or show. So yeah. I just think just if you're, if you're going to keep replaying them over and over and over again, I mean, well, obviously you don't know how the success of something is going to yeah. be. Well, and that's the other thing about this. Like the actor or the, the writers are, banking on the streaming numbers being huge and there's a a thought that by the streamers that actually they're suffering more than they're they're letting on they're saying that everything is good but in reality they're saying that there's a belief that everything is actually not good and so if the investors were to see the actual numbers you know the actors and writers thinking hey i'm going to get paid because all of these things are success and blah, 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 because everything mm-hmm. I do is great. And, and, and which could be a th- for some of them, like, you know, Stranger Things and whatnot. Yeah. But then on the other hand, you end up with this whole, well, it's not good. Oh, hey, by the way, Netflix just lost a five billion in like whatever because the numbers got out and it wasn't as good as, you know, they promised their investors. Mm-hmm. And now, you have all these corporations um, belly up and maybe the U.S. government has to send our tax dollars in to bail them out, which I would not be for. No, let them sink. Yeah. Let them do what... What was that dumb video service during COVID? Do you remember like the seven-minute episode video streaming service? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> that went belly up at right after COVID. was pretty much over. And then Roku bottom, so has all their content. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know all the answers. I don't. I just know that that whole Hollywood is just a weird dynamic. But heck, there's a lot of things from your being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, you work also in a school. Everything. Uh, I don't. I don't think everybody has it down right. No. So, hopefully, one day we'll have it figured out. Until mm-hmm. then. We'll see you. Yeah.